Welcome to the One Gun Podcast. My name is Paul G. Uh, this will be my first ever attempt at a podcast, so if I do too terrible, don't hold it against me. Um, just wanted to try to do a little something, try to let everybody know a little bit about myself and who I am, where I come from, some things I've done in my life. Uh, as we go through later episodes, uh, I'll talk about experiences of doing line work, the damage and devastations that I witnessed while being out on the road, um, and some of the things I've seen while doing power line work was pretty detrimental, man. It, just terrible the suffering people endure to natural causes like that it's it just tears you from the heart to go out there and see how families are just ripped apart just from one night of a storm just a whole house disintegrated everything they love that belongs to them just spread all over the whole neighborhood just terrible situation to deal with and on top of it, there's no power, it's cold, or it's extremely muggy and hot. And just all kinds of conditions that really would make life miserable. Um, I did line work for about 14 years. Uh, I was a contractor for Duke Energy. Uh, traveled a lot of different places seen a lot of different things uh, we went as far as Puerto Rico at times loading up our equipment on barges and going over restoring all the power lines around and really getting a chance to connect with the people it's really a job of big adventure I got to see a little almost every state in the United States well I should say continental with Puerto Rico is the exception is uh, over the water but, but yeah lots of experiences in that I'm not gonna get too deep into that in this episode because like I said there's many of those stories that I'm gonna be able to get into in future episodes that is I, I hope y'all enjoy them um, I did residential electrical work for about six years prior to doing line work. So, might as well say electricity was my favorite field of study. Um, didn't care too much for the commercial side of electrical work. Uh, fishing pipes and stuff wasn't for me. I found it a lot nicer to be able to see what I'm working with and not have the surprises come out nowhere. So definitely prefer visible line power work. Um, I like residential a lot better because you had, you know, your open wall structures. You could see where you're running your all your circuits and easier to find any issues you may have caused while wiring. So yeah. Uh, I've also been a propane delivery tech. Uh delivered propane played Hank Hill for a while you know 
funny because I'm sitting here sounding like Boonhauer. So yeah, King of the Hill route, propane and propane accessories was definitely a good way for me to run. <laughs> but, uh, I did it for about six years, and now I'm currently up uh, building outdoor TVs and outdoor kitchens for a company based here locally. Doing worldwide designs, a lot of our stuff has been featured on a few uh, TV series, such as Brother vs. Brother. Uh, we've made displays for companies like Cookies and other dispensary type places. We make fancy design layout custom cabinetry. To, you want a mirrored finish or wood finish or really whatever you want you pretty much do it all all the way to your outdoor tvs while you're sitting outside cooking on your nice outdoor kitchen you can kick back relax watch some sports maybe have a family movie night while you're cooking burgers hot dogs or steaks out on the grill really nice stuff good stuff i enjoy doing this work it uh keeps me at home i'm like line work always kept me on the road not too much home life while doing line work was one of the main reasons why I went ahead and retired and gave it up I really wanted to have a home life hey, line work pretty much kept me to the point that I would come in on a Friday hand my wife a bag she'd hand me another bag and right back out the door to the next powder outage down the road somewhere um, yeah I really just wanted to have a little bit of home life so we held that off for a while uh, like I say now my new profession keeps me home with my kids I have four children I love them all I have one grandchild wide open never stops I don't want to put too much information on my family out there. Maybe later on in future podcasts we can bring them through and introduce them one by one and do a special episodes, thoughts for episodes of the future. Uh, yeah. And another little tidbit about myself I'm uh, a Native American come from the Catawba Indian Nation. It's a small tribe here in South Carolina. We just recently regained our federal recognitions. Really working towards becoming a sovereign nation. Really not a lot of detail I want to go into right now, but again, future episodes, we might get on some of cultural lessons of my people, where they come from, uh, they're famous potters, uh, I have a lot of famous potters in my family bloodline, uh, we had, we were people of the river, so do a lot of uh, fishing, hunter-gatherer type tribe. 
Sorry about that, my grandson. I'm running in the room. Um, kind of lost my train of thought, but I thought I had it rolling pretty good there. Uh, but yeah, future episodes we'll get into some of my tribe and a little bit about what they're about. Uh, again, I'm from a small town in South Carolina. So. Not much of a city life around here. It's a nice country setting. It's not far from uh, Rock Hill, South Carolina. It was basically a suburb of Charlotte. Um, it's been a good bit of my life living in Rock Hill as well. Uh, when I first moved out with my parents, I went to Rock Hill. You know, there's a whole world out there, and I wanted to see more than just the little town I had around me. So we. Were, I went and I stayed with my grandmother up on the reservation and started experiencing a little bit more of a fast action paced life than what I had here in Chester. Uh, got me a job at an arcade. I was managing the arcade after about two months of working there and learned how to fix video games. And it was a good social interaction job, you know, lots of people always in and out, make a change, send tickets. Really a fast paced job, but slow times in arcade was awesome because, you know, after you got, say, your registers accounted for and every plush is stocked on the ticket counter, you know, all the little toys and all you're going to win out of it, you know, stock looking nice, ready for the next rush. Had a lot of downtime, so spent most of my time playing video games such you know, NFL Blitz, uh, Tekken Tag Tournament, Mario Kart, uh, Aqua Racer, Cruising USA, you know, all the great little arcade games that I used to play around. Because remember at this time, we had PlayStation and Nintendo, but we didn't have the internet, so everybody couldn't link up to play online, so the next best option was everybody meet at the game room. Again, at this point, I'm 17 years old, so it was a good life for me. I mean, I met a lot of good lifelong friends at this mall. Still hang out and talk to a lot of them to this day. Just kicking in the game room, playing video games, and eating women, you know, that's, that was every teenager's life at that moment, looking for girls. Lord knows, uh, gotten a lot of trouble over these girls. A lot of crazy mess, uh, too much to go into right now, but maybe another podcast, uh, my buddy Russell, you know, from outside of normal, um, and he was on each other for many, many, many years, been through many adventures together, uh, and he falls into that mall friend category as well, that's where we've known each other most of our life, but we really didn't start hanging out all the time per se, until we were in those ages around the mall. Lots of common friends, so ended up always at the same parties, you know how it goes. Neville ended up becoming my brother for life. 
uh, even if we miss a few years in between it's like we pick up like nothing ever left off so. definitely a true friend uh, he has episode of back porch I recently went and recorded talked with him a little bit we reminisced a little bit about it but most likely in coming episodes we'll get together and smoke a little reminisce of the past and let y'all in on some of the fun crazy dumb things that we decided to do as kids hopefully we can get a good laugh out of some of y'all with it uh And I'll definitely want to bring him on to a few of my episodes. And, yeah, just see where it goes. It's nothing like smoking a little bud and reminiscing of the past. So I may end up starting a podcast, something similar to that, later on down the road. If I get over my little jitters and get more used to just openly talking on this thing. Um podcasting is a new experience for me I mean uh, I've been lingering around the pod bean probably for about four to six months now just listening getting a feel of things a lot of good people around the pod bean here um, got caps uh, Shep uh, Henny J Shelby Jack and short pants Robert a lot of great podcasters out there that really makes you feel welcome home and comfortable to just kind of open up a little bit and speak your piece what's on your mind have a laugh lots lots of good people here on the pod being up found so I encourage anybody and everybody give it a shot I mean sometimes just getting on here and listening sometimes you have the drama you know, and let's face it, everybody loves to hear a little bit of drama, especially whenever it's not your own. So, a lot of comedy going on around here. There's always somebody poking fun, making jokes, all the fun stuff in life. So, there's a little something for everybody. And I really enjoyed what time I have spent here, and honestly, intend to stay around for a good little while. Hopefully make something of it. Um, even if I don't continue forward with recording my own podcast, I definitely enjoy joining in on others. I'm not really you have something to say all the time, guys, so I don't know if I'm going to do very well at this. But I, you, know, you never know if you don't try, right? Um, I apologize for my accent. I got that deep southern drawl, so I've heard myself on other podcasts and sound like a boomhauer for sure. But you'll get used to the voice. I mean, that southern drawl is part of the southern hospitality. You know, it's laid back, ready to chill, take life by the horns. Let's go for a ride. Alright, so moving on. Uh, 
I lived in Arizona for a short period. Uh, I spent about two years of my life out there. A buddy of mine that I grew up with in school, um, he had his father and his grandparents were from out in Prescott, Arizona. And after high school, we worked at this place together and work kind of started getting a little slow and crazy and hectic. Uh, and he, we were actually roommates in Rock Hill together at this time. And he was like, my grandparents told me he has RV out there in Prescott that we can stay in if we want to make a jump out there. So I was like, hell yeah, let's go. We jumped on and jumped in his Camaro and took off to Prescott, Arizona. Drove for about 21 hours straight across. Got there and... I loved it. I mean, you hear a lot of people complain about the desert feel, but it's it's a different kind of nice out there, I'd have to say. I mean, we have all the humidity and high heats around here, but out there it's, you know, it's pretty calm. You step in the shade and you cool off. Uh, I really love the fact that there was really no humidity out there. Uh, yeah. I even turned down the swamp cooler. Uh, the air conditioning was busted in the place that I ended up moving into after getting settled in a little bit. Got me a job stocking shelves. I worked at a Walmart while I was out there. Uh, got in business with a guy doing some asphalt restoration, you know, silk coating asphalt, doing driveways, mini storages, things like that. Uh, pretty fun little gig got to go see phoenix a lot uh getting materials for that business so i got to experience that intensifying heat of phoenix which i don't miss it was interesting watching x fry on the sidewalk and my shoes melting down in under an hour but definitely not a spot i'd want to be in the summertime but prescott nice calm 70 degree weather most of the time 85 at worst but you step in the shade and cool off had a few problems you know with scorpions and tarantulas things of that sort but nothing too crazy as long as you did what you needed to do you didn't really have to worry about them definitely a place i'd like to retire to whenever i decide to settle 100 percent down and stop working it would definitely be a place i'd love to go back or at least have a retreat in the area to visit quite frequently and after arizona went to a small town in texas called gladewater texas uh one of my best friends that i grew up with uh she had moved there and had a husband and such uh invited me to come check out that area and see may if I liked it on my way back to South Carolina maybe I would stay I spent two weeks in Texas not for me uh, wasn't too bad of a area per se watching but definitely not somewhere if you're not 100% set up with a job and things of that sort to just venture into because you'll fall on your face. 
So after about two weeks there, I came back to South Carolina where I've resided thus far. Uh, again, I went back to Rock Hill. Um, inevitably ended up back in Chester. I found a very reasonably priced piece of land with a house big enough for me and my family and conveniently it connected directly to my, my grandparents lands completely surrounding me so it kind of filled that little gap of hole in between family land uh, which made us have even bigger connection together in a big box here that really helps keep from housing developments or anything like that coming and buying up property and building on top of us so we'll be able to sustain a nice little country spread here for at least through our generations and hopefully our kids will feel the same and we'll be able to sustain it through them as well um, I'd really hate to see the country life disappear and at the rate the world's growing right now you know there's not much country left I mean as as big a numbers as it is and it's hard to believe but the country is really disappearing as cities grow bigger and spread out everybody floods saying they want the country life and then they try to turn it into the city and next thing you know you got condos everywhere and strip malls on every corner and this nice peaceful way of life is just slowly disappearing so at least in this way, this is my family's way of doing a little preservation of the country life. I mean, I really encourage everybody, you know, if you ever get the chance, have a moment in your week. Just go find you a nice state park or, or a nice little patchy spot with, you know, just a few trees around. Heck, take you a folding chair and just, just sit down and enjoy the nature around you. Sound of the crickets chirping or frogs croaking near the pond. Really just soak it in. Absorb all the nature around you. Just block out the sounds of city life. Uh, just in nature really listen to it and it's amazing sounds that's just out there naturally that you never really have time to hear um, it's really peaceful to me uh, I enjoy going sitting in the woods a good bit myself and just listening to nature you know squirrels running trees rabbits bouncing through the leaves uh it's all kinds of nature out there to be seen you birds some people are into the birds uh, i enjoy the different species of birds that i see hearing them sing their songs it's really relaxing i mean uh, if you've never experienced that in life it's definitely worth it uh gives you a great peace of mind puts you in tune with yourself, gives you time to think about all the things that's really bothering, dragging out, uh, if you're religious, you know, it's a great time for you to talk to your God, uh, 
to really connect with yourself and nature, harmonize. And I don't want to jump too far into that. So, uh, a few other experiences I've had in life. I've been in a few movies uh, as extras. Had a lot of fun doing that. Uh, I did the Patriot with Mel Gibson and Heath Ledger. Uh, really fun time. Was, if you've never seen the movie, it's based on the Revolutionary War. Uh, uh, I was a Continental soldier in the film. Uh, in the most in the battle scenes, mostly uh, had a few in town parts, but nothing really major again I was just an extra in that one um, but really awesome experience uh, made really good money to go out and have fun all day you know just create a character and be that character and get paid really good money just for playing for pretend <laughs> uh, also in my younger years I was an extra in the movie The Rage Carry 2 uh, it's a sequel to Car Stephen King's Carrie. It was filmed here in Chester, South Carolina, just the same as The Patriot was. Um, didn't make as much movie or have as much screen time on that movie. I only got to do it one day, but uh, the experience was awesome. Uh, got to meet some of the actors from the film. Um, I met Heath Ledger, when I was doing The Patriot, uh, there was a small bar here in, called the Cattleman's Club. And after filming was wrapped up, a lot of them would venture that way and, you know, hang out, have a few drinks, have a few laughs, do a little dancing. Um, got to really see how normal these people really are. Uh, Danny Glover had came in to make a visit with Mel Gibson during the filming. I got to meet him. He actually came out to that same bar. Um, sat at the bar with Heath Ledger and Danny Glover. And as long as didn't talk about movies in Hollywood and just got in joy conversations of real life and experiences and fun things they did coming into their lives and careers, uh, I feel it gave them a good release of being normal again, like not just hounded by the cameras and all. Yeah. Ended up having a really good night. Uh, I did another movie called Tommy and the Ghost. It was the little boy found the Indian head penny. A car ran over it and a ghost came out of the Indian head penny. And it was a PBS movie. Uh, it was a lot of fun. Uh, I don't even know if you can find that movie out there anymore. Uh, never got to get my own copy of it. So. I know it was released, but I've never personally got to ever see it. So if anybody ever has heard of it and happened to have a copy of it, love to be able to see it. Um... I'm really not sure where else to go on this one. Uh, kind of losing train of thought is 
grandson's running in and out, really wanting my attention. So I guess I'm going to go ahead and wrap this first episode up. Uh, hope you enjoyed learning a little bit about myself. Uh, maybe on the next one I'll have a more open mind and to the path I want to go on. Um, more of a chance to think of what I really want to say. Uh, which stories I want to go into deep details on. Or... Yeah, like I said, really not sure which direction I want to go yet, but maybe some feedback from some of y'all out there listening help me figure it out. Um, yeah, well, I appreciate y'all taking some time to listen to me. Uh, say hopefully in the future I get a little more into the flow of things and not stumble on my words so bad. Maybe be a little more entertaining. I hope I didn't bore y'all too much out there or confuse you with my country slang that some have hard understanding, others don't. Um, but yeah. Again, hope everybody has a good evening. I appreciate you listening and Go where the wind blows you and listen to what nature has to say. Catch me on the next episode and hopefully it will be in the coming week. Y'all have a good one. Holla back.
devour she sees freeze. I can get you on CDs and DVDs. Take you to BBs and BCBG. I can get you in the places to be into the people to know what you're things to get into. I want to be your lover and your cover down. Never take you from others. Don't ever let a brother pimp you. If you want the stars, you can reach your blood. Y'all take a look at her. She got such an astonishing body. I can see her in some Gucci and Robert Cavalli. And I bet she gon' put a hurt on them hard in the party. And you know you kill them in the public clothes. You was want to be a pro. How you goes? Take a photo. And I love you because you're freaking with the dope clothes. Drop it to the flow. Look at cold when you roll slow. And I love it when I hit it from the back. And you get on top of me. I have a brother going oh oh. Girl, I love how you roll me right. I can make you a celebrity. Yo, why not? Play something these fuckers are like. Try whips. I know they like. Twister, you told her right. I can make you a celebrity. Yo, but Give you ice like Kobe, right? We sort of like Kobe, right? The way we mow them, right? I can make you a celebrity. Yo, but not. See? See, baby girl. You see how you make a brother break down. I just gotta ask. Alright everybody, y'all have a good one. Catch y'all on the flip side.